0: What's going on, Comic fan? It's your boy, The Bearded Comic, bro. And today, we are talking about my favorite villain of all time. And if you couldn't tell by the shrine, yeah, we're talking about the Riddler. We'll be looking at what are some of his best portrayals of the Riddler in TV and in uh, movies, as well as what are some of my favorite comic stories or arcs that the Riddler is in, and I'd recommend you check out. With that being said... Let's talk comics. I can feel your anger. and gives you focus. The Riddler first appeared in Detective Comics issue number 140. This was created by Bill Finger and Dick Sprang. And what's really cool is this is back in 1948. So the Riddler has been with us for a long time. One of the earliest Batman villains for sure. And what I really like about the Riddler is just you can take it in so many different directions but the Riddler is one of those characters where if it's written well it really works. So before we hop into the comics let's talk about what are some of my favorite TV and movie portrayals of the Riddler. Gang if we're going to talk about my favorite Riddler of all time we're going to take you back to 1966. That's right we're talking the Batman TV show starring Adam West. Burt Ward as the dynamic duo. But good golly, Frank Gorshin's portrayal of the Riddler is iconic for me. It will not be beat. I love a lot of other portrayals of the Riddler but Frank Gorshin is the Riddler through and through for me. And you see that in the show. like That he was the best villain in that show. They utilized him. ABC used Frank Gorshin's Riddler more than any other villain in the first season. He was nominated for an Emmy for his portrayal of the Riddler. Sadly, when season two was rolling around, uh, there were some contract disputes. Frank Gorshin wanted a little bit more money because he knew he was bringing it as the Riddler and with the Emmy nomination. But ABC was already doing budget cuts and they just couldn't meet that demand. And so they decided that they were going to start to make the Riddler a different character, kind of the similar aspects. And they called the Puzzler and that didn't really work. So they finally brought in John Aston, who's best known for his betrayal uh, in the Adams family. And this is actually where you actually see the first appearance of the Riddler's cane is in those episodes with John. By the time season three came around, Batman the show was already on kind of the decline on the way out. Luckily, we got another appearance of the Riddler by Frank Gorshin in this series in season three. That's where you get that iconic Batman and Riddler in the boxing ring, which, I mean, come on. Season three, we had Batman and Robin, uh, Batman and the Riddler boxing. We had Batman and the Joker in a surf contest. I love it, but we can all see kind of why it was going downhill from there. Moving on from Batman 1966, we're going to Batman the Animated Series, which in my opinion, and a lot of other people's opinion, is one of the best animated series of all time. And John Glover's voicing of the Riddler is beautifully done. John Glover, who most of you know from Smallville as Lionel Luther, He's also portrayed as the dad in uh, the main villain in Shazam in the new movie. There are actually only three episodes in all of Batman the Animated series that feature the Riddler. And I think this is shocking the most because the Riddler storylines are so well written. And they're some of the most, they're some of my favorite, at least, episodes in Batman the Animated series. Like, if you're so smart, why aren't you rich? That is such a beautiful storytelling of the origin of the Riddler. You've got Edward Nigma and kind of why he decides to go this route of being the Riddler. Right after that episode, like a couple episodes later, we had What is Reality, which is the one with the, where the Riddler has the virtual reality game set up with Robin and, and Batman, and Commissioner Gordon gets captured, and Batman has to go into this virtual reality game and match wits with the Riddler to save Commissioner Gordon. And, of course, you've got in Season 3, I believe, of Batman the Animated Series, The Riddler's Reform which is a great one of him trying to uh, prove to everyone that he is no longer a villain. And he has a starting with his own branding line and a toy company. (laughs) And it's just a really cool storyline. And of course, we can't talk about favorite TV and movie portrayals of the Riddler without talking about Papa Papa man forever 1995 goodness that it is some people didn't like Jim Carrey's portrayal but I know I was one it reminded me a lot of Frank Gorshin uh his portrayal of the over the top but not too much I think it's a beautiful uh blend of what the Riddler should be and can be so if you don't want to read and you want to check out what are some great ways to see some Riddler in TV or movies, definitely check out Batman Forever. Check out the three episodes um, on HBO Max of The Riddler. If you can find... um any of the 1966 episodes with Frank Gorshin's Riddler, you're going to just have fun with these. All right, gang, we've talked movies. We've talked TV. Now let's talk comics. This isn't a top 10 list or anything, but these are some of uh, my favorite comics that I would recommend to people if they're like, what? I want to check out the Riddler. What do you recommend? Because it's such a wide variety. You get to see the Riddler in so many different forms. You're bound to find one that you go, okay, this is the Riddler that I really like. We already mentioned that it, Riddler's first appearance was in Detective Comics number 140, and that would be one of the first ones I would say. Get a good base. It's a great introduction to who the Riddler was originally designed to be. And obviously, he's transformed throughout the years, uh, and as he should be. But I think there is something to be said about checking out that first issue uh, of what the original intent for the Riddler was. Next, I would recommend Batman 171. That's right. This is the iconic cover of the Riddler. It is the Riddler's first appearance in Silver Age comics. This is a key that I know I'm still looking for and I know a lot of people try to get because we ain't getting that first appearance of the Riddler. (laughs) So the first Silver Age appearance is the one that a lot of people try to get. And this is just a really fun story. You get this storyline that is seen throughout the Riddler. Uh, You saw it in Batman uh, 1966 show uh, where it's the Riddler makes it look like he's committing a crime, but he isn't to make Batman and Robin look like fools. And so you saw that in the TV show. This is the same kind of story arc, but it just is fun. And it's something that I'm like, yeah, I'm here for this. Moving on to Detective 822. That's right, gang. We are going far away now uh, of what the Riddler could be, and this is where this was done by Paul Dini and Don Kramer. Paul Dini is one of the creators of the Batman animated series, so anytime Paul Dini steps into a book, you know I'm there for it. This is Enigma Consulting Detective, where they took a a time in the Riddler's history where they're like, let's make him a detective and you know, he was a consulting detective for a couple issues in the detective comic series. And this is where Batman and the Riddler are teaming up to try to solve a case. And it actually works really well for me. I didn't think it would, but it just, it, it shows how nicely, um, the Riddler and Batman complement each other uh, with their skills and what makes the Riddler such a formidable foe with uh, Batman. So definitely is one to check out the book. Hmm, that's an intriguing idea for sure. So I also got to recommend one of my favorite uh, Riddler stories. It's Batman and Robin's adventures. Number three, this is inspired by the TV series. So it's done in the same style. Paul Dini's back on this book. You've got art done by Ty Templeton, which I adore his art. And it just is a really cool story where Riddler is basically taking a uh, social club hostage because he's like, look, it's got to be one of you guys. Batman's got to be rich or friends with someone who's rich. And he starts to pair up these father and son duos because he's like, he's got to be one of you guys. It's just such a cool storyline. I love it. I think uh, everything about it's awesome. Definitely would recommend that for sure. Moving on, we got uh, Batman Issue number 92 from volume three. This is a kind of taking place uh, during James Tynan's run with setting up for the Joker War. But man, this is a good standalone issue. My only knock on it is this should have been a story arc with the Riddler. It's such a good story, um, but man, oh man, that should have been a two or three issue arc at least. But with that being said, it's jam-packed with what I want from a Riddler book in this issue, which definitely check it out. This is the second full appearance of Punchline in that book, first cover appearance, So, um, but Punchline is not the main reason that this book is good. It is the Riddler through and through. And a couple story arcs that definitely would check out. Um, go, if you have not gotten a chance to read Tom King's War and Riddles, uh, the war between... Riddler and Joker. It's fantastic. This is also where we start to see um, Tom King's retelling of Kite Man's origins and things like that, which I think kind of led the door to open up the popularity of Kite Man. But that's for another episode, another time. So, Warren Reels is a really good one because it pits Joker versus the Riddler, who are two villains that people see a lot of similarities with for sure. And I think Tom King just does a brilliant job here. So, definitely is something to check out. The last story arc I recommend is uh, Zero Year. Now, not the whole thing, uh, because the whole thing really isn't a uh, Riddler. He's the main villain throughout it all. But I'd read issue 22, because I think Zero Year is like 21 through 32. Read issue 22, which is uh, one of the first interactions in this storyline of Bruce Wayne and Edward Nigma, which is written beautifully by Scott Snyder uh, and the art by Greg Capullo on this is works really well. Issues 30 through 32 pick up where we see Gotham's kind of in the state of decay. The Riddler has basically uh, set it up that if people try to escape, they have to outriddle the Riddler. And if they try their hand and they fail, they die. Just as a really cool uh, arc of the Riddler. So, You don't have to read all of zero year to pick up this arc. So definitely just, if you want read issues 22 and then go 30 through 32 and you're going to get a good taste of what the Riddler can be. So those are some of the books that I would recommend. What are ones that I missed? What are some of your favorite Riddler stories? Who are your favorite? You know, we talked about the Riddler in movies. Did you like Jim Carrey? Did you not? What about Frank Gorshin? Let me know in the comments below and let me know what Batman villain I should do a profile on next. Hopefully you're enjoying the content. So as always, hit that like button. Leave some comments. Like I said, let me know what you think about what issues I missed. What villain should uh, I do next from Batman's Rogue Gallery. Subscribe to the channel if you're liking what I'm putting out there. And as always, hopefully you can find some time to curl up, grab a book, and nerd out. Peace.